Blog Talk Radio. This pot smells delicious, and it's the base for our ultimate beef stew. Now we're talking about beef stew. Beef stew. Try this beef stew. Try this beef stew. about him growing up, about him and his two dogs growing up. He wrote a few other books, but 
most people know Mr. Mr. Glick for um, he's like he takes red carpet pictures of a lot of celebrities, you know, through the years and stuff like that. He also do a lot of editing and stuff like that. So we're going to talk to him about the books and all that. Today is business night. You know, once in a while we always have business night. So what I'm going to do is I'm, I'm going to read a little bit about his bio to you guys so you can understand. You know what I'm saying? Drew Glick working a range from fantasy to self-help and to motivational. You know what I'm saying? And he, so that means he, you know, he's like also a motivational speaker. For over a decade, Drew worked with many facets of the entertainment industry, but found his true passion lies in video editing and red, and red carpet photography and videography. From 2015 to 2017, Drew covered a array list of A-list uh, red carpet events and, and galas. Celebrities such as Johnny Depp, Amber Heard, John Travolta, Jack Black, Dolly Parton, Kevin Sorbo, and others. Since 2013, he has worked as a full-time video editor for small businesses. That's like, you know, you businesses that need to make promotional videos. We want to talk to him about some of that stuff. You know what I'm saying? And he also um, has done, he also done stuff for nonprofit organizations like Hasbro, Hasbro Toys, Juice, View three I view three sixty studios, Rock Your Mind TV, TV Works, and Tony Sucker and the United and the, and Unity and OMG Gossip. Now that's that's a that's that's a uh, I would say that's a fascinating list of people to be working with. So we're gonna talk to him later on today in the show about another twenty minutes or so he'll be calling in. So once again, welcome to the show. Shout out to everybody on College Underground Radio and College Underground Television. That's also where you can see um, DJ Big Stu and Big Stu Radio. You can see us there. So shout out to everybody over there. Shout out to everybody at um, Janiques, Janiques.net. Shout out to Ricky Johnson, everybody out there in Arizona that's checking us out over there. Make sure you go to stirringupthepot.live to check out our TV videos and all that stuff like that. And make sure you go to Stirring Up The Pot Live to get specials because we have a lot of products that, you know, we have sneakers. And then when I say that, I mean we have affiliate sponsors that we would get discount stuff by clicking on through our links and going through and buying stuff at a discount price. Like you go to Stadium Goods and get discounted um, vintage Nike sneakers, Nike Adidas, and all that stuff like that. So, you know, that's what we're doing right here right now. So make sure that you tune in and um, go over there, specials. It's, you know, specials.stirringupthepot.live, or you can just go to our website at, at uh, stirringupthepot.live and just click on to the specials button, and you'll get took right to it from tickets. Like, we got Jay-Z and Beyonce tickets that you can get on discount. We got tickets for, uh, from Ticket Network. We got Kevin Hart concert you can get on discount from the Ticket Network. So just things like that to that nature. All right, the music that I played for you a little earlier, the song that I just do in the building was Young Ma. Yes, that was Young Ma. Um, she was doing that for a new joint. You know what I'm saying? You know I like breaking a lot of the new joints. That's what I do. Um, so what, right now I'm going to get into the boy, Drummer Boy Fresh. Y'all know him. You know what I'm saying? He got a new joint out. So we're going to do what we do on Beast 2 Radio. We're waiting for Mr. Drew Glick to get in the building so we can talk and pick his brain and talk about this book and talk about some of the people he, you know, let's ask him about how people are, who's his worst person on, you know, on a on red carpet, who's the worst person. Now, the topic of the day. Yes, the topic of the day. I want you to go to Facebook. I want you to hit me up if you if you if you're a follower or a fan. 
you can hit us up at Info Beast Through Radio and put your and put your comment if you want to be anonymous and stuff like that. But today's topic is if you just met your your the person you're dating and you hit the lotto Say you met the person for about a week and you hit the lotto, should you share your money with them? And I'm talking about, you know how some people fall in love fast and be like, oh, we're in love and stuff like that. Would the lotto money be, uh, uh, would the lotto money change things? Would you say, all right, you know what, I love you and I know I'm going to love you forever, even though we only been dating for three or four months? You know what I'm saying? So that's what I want to know, people. All right? You'll get to that drummer boy fresh. Let us know. If you want to call in and talk about it, you would call us in at 516-418-5535. This is Beast 2 Radio. This is your man, DJ Beast 2. Day we live on. Right to the 
Now, I'm thinking about, I got another song. It's called Fat Check. It's another dope joint. But now, before I get into that, I'm going to get into my man Tone Bone. He got a new single out. We're going to get into that right now real quick. Once again, it's Beast 2 Radio on a business night. We're talking about business. We're talking about books. We're talking about everything. That's one thing I want to explain to you guys. Beast 2 Radio is a show that's about everything. You know what I'm saying? Even though we specialize in a lot of hip-hop, R&B, and independent artists, but we talk about games. We'll interview people. We're talking about PlayStation games. We'll interview people talking about authors who wrote all type of books. We talk about business. You want to see sometimes if you listen to us in the morning and see the morning shows, we're talking to people about products and stuff, like we're going to be talking to somebody, Mr. Dan Emerson, talking to him about, you know, uh, different ways of marketing and how you can market yourself, we, and then we're going to be talking about to people about, you know, to buy the Bitcoins and stuff like that, because that's, that's a tremendous thing working right now, so we're going to have a, we have a bunch of variety, if you've been following us and you've been listening to us, you know we have a variety of different things, different genres, different all type of stuff on the show, so, but it's always, it's always based around music, hip-hop, R&B, pop music, up-and-coming artists, and, and, and sometimes we'll give you that artist that's already out there. It'll probably be their new joint that didn't hit the streets yet. But most of it is going to be something new. Now, we will play, you know, like when we bring you a known artist, believe me, it's something new that you probably haven't heard yet. And that's what we're doing. We, we want to get your opinion. We want to be the first one to break the music to you. And, you know, be the first one. Where you, we want to be the place where you can come to and say, this is where I can hear something first, man, if I want to hear something. This is where I heard that kid right there first, Beef Stew Radio. We want to take it back to the Frankie Crocker days. For all you people that know about the old WBLS, we want to take it back to that. So let's get into my man Tone Bone, and after that, we're going to get into the fact-checking. And by that time, our guest should be in the building. We should be ready to rock, 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 and don't stop. Deep Stew Radio. Sleeping on me, you gon' have a bad dream. Swapping bitches out, we playing tag team. If you ever got a problem, you can call me. I ain't never get no help, nigga, it was all me. All me. Why I'm in the fridge, you get Wanna see money coming? Shit got a hundred on it. Make a nigga run like Sonic. Why I'm in the fridge, you get When you get up to a brick, nigga, when you buy my neck, I ain't finna give you shit. Remember when eating them noodles? Now come out on the platter. All the folks I was asking for help, shit, it don't even matter. Bitches don't never listen. Why you bite that apple? Baby mama be always trippin'. Girl, I got a body pound. She don't understand these streets. She ain't gotta pay my challenge. Don't nobody get my chin. Nigga, when you buy my niche, 
paving give you shit. I can't believe these niggas, uh, I used to feed these niggas. Lame nigga used to be my brother, I took a plea for niggas, uh, now I don't see these niggas. Don't trust a greedy nigga, I ain't finna preach the niggas, they hard-headed, can't teach these niggas shit. Keep a pistol in his close by, lame nigga play both sides, my best friend is a 4-5, life a bitch, she so fine, hands dirty like a coal mine, convicted felon, four times, country play, call them roll tide, Things geeking from the dope lines, I tried to tell these niggas, I don't know why God failed these niggas, me and LaDonna don't smell these niggas, swear to God they ain't helped me niggas, Brown for second, got wealthy niggas, cross a hard, I can sell me niggas, hard as a rock if you jail me niggas, got rid of these niggas, I ex these niggas. Sleeping on me, you gon' have a bad dream. Swapping bitches out, we playing tag If you ever got a problem, you can call me. I ain't never get no help, nigga, it was all me. All me. Why I'm in the fridge get When I see money coming, shit got a hundred on it. Make a nigga run like Sonic. Why I'm in the fridge get When you get up to a brief, nigga wouldn't even buy my knee. I ain't gonna give you shit. Diamonds match a tennis shoe Either get it in or we get rid of you oh God. These niggas singing songs like they own But they money really shorter than a motherfucking interlude Long. I ain't never rap shit, I ain't never, I ain't never did Niggas wanna fact check, meet me at the crib Boy, you never trap shit, boy, we on your lid And it's like that Nigga got an issue, we come right back She be with the actress, but I like that Niggas already knowin' I'm the type that Fuck off my cash, get it right back Shit, it be like that I ain't never heard a real nigga say about what he gon' kill, niggas really in that field, keep your head on the swivel, I'm a mama on business, I don't know how to be Yes, 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 that's fact checking, you know what I'm saying, that's the record fact check, yeah, a lot of you hardcore guys is liking it out there, but once again, I always talk, you know, we always talk about good things, good reads, good books and everything, as promised, in the building is Mr. Drew Glick, welcome to the show, Mr. Drew Glick, welcome to the show. Thank you for having me. With me, uh, actually, with me right now is a good buddy of mine, uh, Adam Heath. Okay, welcome to the Corey. show, too, brother. Thank you, thank you. Yep, he's a big part of my story, uh, the house. I feel oh. like I have him kind of maybe throw his two cents. Okay. Now, the wheelhouse, man, um, you know, I'm a person with two dogs myself, so that's why I, I like the whole concept. You know, I have um, two achievers myself. But I want you to explain to me what, well, how did you come up with the book about this, the young boy and the two dogs? 
Well, basically, uh, it is a true story. It's based on uh, all the events that I went through with my dogs. My, uh, and I don't like to use the word dog. Uh, and, uh, Hello? On forearm. Uh, both. Uh, I uh, we're getting a little feedback. Uh, can uh, can your phone is giving a little feedback? It's kind of getting staticky. Can we uh get a, a better? Yeah. Hello. Be better. Yeah, I'm there. I'm there. You sound a little better now. All right, sorry. Continue. I'm sorry. Book about them. Uh, I felt like that was the greatest legacy I could leave them. Uh, and it it goes from. Uh, it, I'm not gonna lie. It's not a happy book, but it does end happy. Um, mm. And it's about uh, it's about myself, who's pretty much relentless. Uh, you know, he ends up homeless, or rather, sorry, I end up homeless in New York. Winners on the street with both my dogs. And uh, it's kind of a hard choice, you know, I have my family kind of telling me, and you can come home. And uh, I said, there's no way that's going to happen. And uh, uh-huh. I had to kind of find a way out of it. And, uh, you know, I ended up in California. Um, you know, I have to call it divine intervention um, because it really seems that way. Uh, you know, I ended up as a red carpet videographer and, uh, you know, I've stood toe to toe with like the big A-list celebrities. I now have my own red carpet company. Uh, we're turning the wheelhouse into a, a, a series. Um, and I, I, I really owe it all to my dogs. I think everything I've accomplished in the last five or six years has been because of their influence in, over me. And I think the book is kind of trying to remind people why we call them man's best friend. Um, mm-hmm. And it's kind of funny too because I just saw a new movie, a trailer for a movie called Alpha, and uh, I'm really looking forward to seeing that one because I think it's kind of the trend now. I think uh, we we need to get back to that place that where we respect all life, not just you know our own species, where we can kind of see the value in everything that's around us. And I that is uh, this wheelhouse is very spiritual, um, and I think for a lot of people that never heard that term, it, it's kind of a metaphorical definition of of the human mind. And it, it's kind of like we, what we put in our wheelhouse is what we kind of put out there in the world, whether it be love or hate or anger. Um, and that is our wheelhouse, essentially. That's what makes us who we are. Mm. You have worked for a lot of um, major, major nonprofit organizations. You know, can you name some of them just so people can know? Uh, I mean, I've worked for all over the country. I was with uh, Blossom Sisters out of Jersey for a while. I did a lot of their uh, videography and editing. I worked with Hasbro. Uh, TV works, uh, you know. Um, when it came comes to red carpet, I was I worked with the French reporter for a while. Um, she's uh, she I, I have to say, for lack of a better word, she kind of saved my life. Uh, she was there for me, uh, you know, when no one else was, and got me connected and kind of helped throw me back into Hollywood when I kind of thought about kind of giving it up. Um, and uh, you know, I've done a lot of my own stuff, and uh, you know, I, I've I've. But along the way, you know, you find people that like what you do, so they want to work with you. Um, mm-hmm. I worked with you know, Levinson Studios out of out of Burbank, California. Uh, he does. Uh, he's kind of connected in a lot of ways with Warner Brothers and Paramount. He does a lot of 
the video animation. Um, mm-hmm. And I, I've, I've been all over. Um, I mean, you know, I, I don't like to drop names, and I won't do that. But uh, you know, I, I've I've had the best and the worst. So, uh, but I'm very thankful and grateful for the opportunities I had. So. Now, now let me ask you now, because you know we're we're a little strange here at Beast Blue Radio. Now, you being a red carpet with a lot of celebrities, has there ever been a celebrity that when you was trying to take the picture of them and it was getting on your nerve and you just uh, it was one of those days, you know? Because I mean, I, that's got to be yeah, a job I, that you deal with. I got I got to say, egos. I got to say, it's it's a very uh, what's the word aggressive. Uh, it's almost like like a paparazzi would be, but it's not really paparazzi. But if there's one person that stands out in my mind, um, and I think, I guess it's a good reason. I can't remember his full name, but uh, he was in, um, his first name is Jesse, Jesse Metcalf. Sorry. Um, and uh, you got me him from like the, uh, that they made a video game, uh, the zombie killer thing. I don't know if you, it's on crackle. You can see it. Um, when he was asked about his personal relationship with his girlfriend, he kind of got very nasty and rude about it. And, you know, I, I don't mean to blast nobody in the industry, but when you, when you celebrity to that extent, it's expected that you're going to get asked about your personal life. That's mm-hmm. why we want to follow you. That's why we want to watch you. And that's why we want to, you know, essentially love exactly. you because inevitably we like to make fun of celebrities. You know, we like to make fun of the problems they have because we know that we're, our problems are not as big as theirs, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, I, I agree with you, you know, and that's why I wanted to ask you that because I know that's a serious job that you deal with a, a lot of egos and stuff like that. Now, let me ask you Let me ask you about um, when you um, be editing and stuff like that. You know, have, how does a person get in contact with you, and what's, what, what's the, the size of a project that you edit? Is there any size too big or any size too small? Um, no, well, for me, no. Um, I've, I've kind of made a lot of sacrifices for my career. Um, I would sit in front of the computer. I'm sure, you know, writing a book, especially something th- over 300 pages, is not an easy task. But when it comes to editing, editing it's even more tedious than writing a book. Uh-huh. And um, it, it, it's, it's kind of one of those things that, you know, it's, it's sort of like being a chef. You know, everybody knows the recipe, but not everybody's good at making that dish. So you can have a thousand editors out there that know exactly what you know, but you got to have an eye for it. You got to be creative with it and you got to trust your instincts. And that's what gets you noticed by, you know, the big studios. It's not, you know, what programs you use or, or how great of effects you can do. It's, are you able to tell the story? Can you take raw footage and basically cut it together without any direction and have it congeal together to make a story? And I think that's kind of where I excel at. Um, and I kind of started, you know, without, like we say, the ego. I started very small doing, you know, student films and just, like, small trailers. Uh, and that got me noticed. And, and it, it allowed me to connect with a lot of people that wanted that, 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 that eye, I guess. You know what I mean? They wanted to know, like, and, and that, that's, that's what's missing a lot from editors is they don't know how to tell a story in their editing. So uh, I've lucked out in that sense. But I've also, again, made those sacrifices to kind of learn from, from the mistakes I made. Now, your work, you published a, 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 a wide range of different works. Can you tell us the different range of some of your works that you published out there? Man, I'm going to definitely try. Uh, well, when it comes <laughs> to books, I, I, <laughs> I've written a lot. I started writing a lot of sci-fi stuff. And uh, I'm not going to lie, my first attempt at writing was, was catastrophic. Uh, I think my mother was the one that told me, you know, I love the story, but uh, you got to get a you got to get a really good editor. So uh, 
she was brutal, you know, um, but, you know, I wanted her to be that way because I needed to hear that. Um, and I started, you know, uh, th- those sci-fis, they're, they're called Vagabond Nights, and I'm actually in the process of writing it, rewriting it as a trilogy that I'm hoping to release uh, in 2019. And if you guys, if some people have seen the, the cover for it on my Instagram, uh, it's a really awesome cover. All my artwork, by the way, is done by an ex-Marvel comic I was artist. Ask you uh, that. I was going to ask you that because I was going to say you got some deep art on it too. I was going to ask you that. Yeah, yeah. I mean, he he's ex-Marvel. He he drew a uh, Hulk and Wolverine for a while, and uh, you know he kind of retired to teach it. Um, he's out of out of Massachusetts, but he's a great friend of mine, and uh, he's the only guy that I can honestly say like when I give him the concept that I have, he hits it the first time out. Um, and I maybe because he knows me and I you know we worked together for a while, so he gets the vibe I'm trying to put out there. But mm-hmm. um, you know, I, I and when it came to the wheelhouse, I said, look, you know, I want to make a modern day thinking man. And, you know, the image you see on that cover is, you know, the character of Drew sitting there after the loss of his first dog. And he's in the middle of nowhere and he's trying to figure out his life. And he has his other dog, Gabby, kind of looking up at him. And that's his inspiration to keep going. So anybody that really looks at that cover can kind of it gets deep. And it's not just, you know, red and white. It's, it's a very, you know, uh, thought out cover. And when you read the book, you get that sense from the art. You know what I mean? Mhm. Now, you know, um, the one thing I wanted to also know: How did you get the name? What made you come up with the name Wheelhouse? Like, what's what, what's the significance to that to you? What that means to you? Okay, so I that that's actually a really awesome. I've never been asked that question before. And thank you for asking that. It's it, you know, uh, it, it's it's kind of a, a kind of a, a I don't know maybe like a fate circle of some kind because I was on the red carpet one time and I was covering the premiere of Young Messiah. And uh, the the guy that did the music for that uh, for that film, he's actually very well known. I can't remember his name offhand right now. He's done a lot of work. He actually used that term uh, during his interview, and it just kind of stuck with me because he went into like a great detail about the wheelhouse and explaining how what you put into the wheelhouse. Pretty much what I just kind of reiterated to you guys is like what you put in is what you're going to put out there in the world, and it's a place of strength. It's a place of love, and if you really believe in it, it's something that can't be destroyed, and it's where you get your your essence from. So I kind of really like that, and the ideology the ideology of it really stuck with me. I said, you know, that can really fit for what I'm trying to sell in this book. And again, you know, the book it 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 gets deep with you know this a reason for everything. You know, my me and my character we ended up on the street with two dogs for a reason. Um, I haven't yet, I have yet to figure out what that reason is, but it got me to where I am today. So I, I it, it gets really deep into God and, and, and spirituality and, you know, kind of trying to figure out, you know, following the right path, in other words. Mm, no, nah, I, 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 could, I could really dig it. Now, your dogs. Now, have you been a person that had dogs all your life since you was little, or these two dogs that you've written about, are they really the two dogs you intertwined with through your life? Well, I'll tell you, I, I, in one of the first chapters of The Wheelhouse, I kind of go back and tell a story about something that happened between me and my mother when I was younger. And mm-hmm. uh, I grew up with a cat. I was never really a cat person. I know my friend Adam, he's a cat, but I'm not. He's a cat person. Uh, but I made this remark to her one time, and I said, you know, as I'm, I'm going to stay single as long as possible and get two dogs because I feel that I have a, like a uncanny bond with dogs. 
And her comment back to me was, well, why don't you, you know, find a nice wife, settle down, have a family, and then get dogs. And in, in retrospect, you know, if, if, if I would have followed her advice, I probably never would have ended up homeless. But then again, I may never have ended up having Sasha and Gabby. So that would be a tragic, you know, a series of events, even though being homeless is tragic in itself. But uh, mm-hmm. I feel like I was meant to have them for some reason. Um, I'm still trying to really kind of get to the underlying reason why, but I always, it was ever since I was younger, I always knew I had to have two dogs. And these were the two dogs that I, that I raised from pups. Um, and probably the only two that I'll ever have, because, you know, again, you know, I, they are my children. And I try to explain to people in the book that when you lose a dog, uh, it's, it's like losing a child. It really is. It's incredibly, incredibly difficult. And I had to go through it alone. Uh, and I, I try to tell people, you know, that if, if you don't understand the bond that a being has with the dog and you tell them, Hey, just get over it. Uh, that's cruel. That's a cruel comment. And, uh, mm-hmm. I try to bridge that gap when people's, you know, the way that they view and their perspective on things. Cause again, you know, dogs, as, as long as I know, they have been our best friends. And I, you yeah. know, I think they truly are to me of love, you know? Yeah. yeah. Now, now with you doing the red carpet and the video editing, how do you find time to be a contributing writer for a couple of other pieces of work? Oh, you mean you're talking about like downtown LA and compulsive yeah. magazine, right? Yeah. 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 Okay. Uh, the only way I can answer that question in all honesty is to tell you that I don't sleep. Uh, I have a, I, I have a nickname. I got a nickname a while back, and uh, most people call me Coffee now, for the for mm. the simple fact that I don't sleep and all I do is drink coffee. Um, again, you know, I think it's also about finding ways to manage your time the right way. I'm like I said, I make a lot of sacrifices. Um, when other people are out there on a nice sunny day, going to the beach and getting tanned, I'm behind my computer. You know, I'm getting up at four o'clock in the morning, and I think the only way to get success is with consistency. And, you know, you have to kind of determine what you want more out of life. You know, we can go back and, and, and kind of rehash what my mom told me, you know, go get a nice wife and settle down and all that. But that's not what I wanted. You know, that's what society wants me to do. Um, mm-hmm. I wanted to have two dogs. And I had to take that journey. And inevitably, whatever came with that journey, I had to accept. And I was not going to give up my dogs for anything, regardless of what happened, uh, again, you know, I make a comment in the book uh, about, you know, what happens to them it happens to me. You know, our fate is the same. So if if they're freezing cold, I'm freezing cold. And I think that it's just a state of mind. And I think that too many people just want they, – they, they all want the American dream, but they don't want to work for it. Um, you know, it's like I always say, like, uh, work hard now, play harder later. So I, I look at – you know, I still got a lot of years on me, and I still have plenty of time to, you know, kind of – you know, get to that place where I can sit back on the beach and do what I want to do. But right now I'm focused and I'm, and you know, I have an unshakable will, you know? Now it's good that you say that. Cause I wanted to ask you another question is like, is there, is there any ventures out there that you haven't yet started yet, but you got your eye on it and, and it's something else that you willing, you looking to do or, or start to do it in the future. Well, I will tell you that, uh, you know, um, Everything I do, uh, I, I formed a company uh, October of last year, and it's called uh, SGG. And SGG is actually the uh, my, my my daughter's uh, initials, so Sasha Gabby Glick. And we mm-hmm. actually, in 2020, actually in January next year, I'm sorry, we're doing what's called a breaking ground ceremony. 
and I'm actually mm-hmm. starting an animal rescue in their name. Uh, up mm-hmm. in we we already bought the land and everything in Weed, California, right near uh, the base of Mount Shasta. So, mm-hmm. uh, and we also have the red carpet company at SGG Media. Um, I think my main focus right now is is getting, you know, uh, maybe I'm doing too much too soon, but I, you know, I really want to, you know, get this mini series out there for the wheelhouse. And by the way, we are we're going to be screening the first episode in LA, uh, you know, uh, later in September, and probably bring it to New York as well. So I'd love to have you come, Stu, if you're around. Uh, oh man, I would out. love to, man. I would love to, yeah, man. This phone contact, you get there, I'll be there. You get there, I'll awesome. be there. And I do want to, and sure. I do want to say, like, you know, when, when when even though this is a self-produced kind of thing, uh, you know, if you go on the Instagram and stuff, it's not like just some Joe Schmo with a camera. You know, in his backyard. And, like, we have like a lot of money into it. We got amazing cast and crew. Um, you know who I, you know, I'm more than happy to kind of, you know, boast about them a little bit if you want. But um, yeah, yeah. You know, I just, I, I think for me, I, I, you know, I, I know, everybody always says that I'm like above average because I don't have that average mentality of just accepting what's given to me in life. And mm-hmm. uh, I, I truly believe that you know we struggle for a reason because that helps get us to where we want to be. And again. This is everything I see in the wheelhouse, and I put it into a better perspective uh, when I write. My mother, I always told people that I'm a better writer than I'm a talker. So um, if I'm rambling, feel free to stop me, you know? No, no, When it comes to the series, um, you know, we, uh, the first episode is called Hail to the King, and a lot of people think I'm talking about myself, but that's actually uh, in reference to Jesus. And, uh, mm. you know, again, I'm not, I don't want to spoil for people, but hail to the king means that it's, it's Jesus. It's a religious thing. It's a spiritual thing. But, again, you know, we have amazing people in that film. You know, uh, Adam, who's next to me now, he does a cameo in that. He has a small scene we call it the Belching Man, where he burps and inter- interrupts Drew and he kind of gets reamed out for it. He's told he doesn't have any manners. Uh, you can actually see that up on Instagram. It's really funny. Um, we have uh, a really awesome 11-year-old girl. Um, who plays my adopted daughter. And that's another thing. Uh, I, I felt like a, uh, I had a, a dream or a vision one time where I was told that I had to adopt a baby girl and uh, name her after Sasha and Gabby. So that's a whole story in itself, but, you know, we can talk about that if you'd like. But uh, she plays my adopted daughter. Her name is Aubrey Ruiz. Uh, awesome, awesome, you know, up and coming. She's going to be something when she gets older, I'm telling you. Uh, she's really right. awesome. You, can, you guys, everybody can check her out on Instagram. Uh, we have Dean Martin. I don't know how to pronounce his last name, so Dean, if you're listening, I apologize. But uh, mm-hmm. he uh, he just came on board recently, and uh, he plays a very influential person uh, that came into my life last year. Um, you know, I'm not going to spoil too much for everybody, but it's a really great scene. And then, of course, we have uh, Drew's ex-fiance, Amber, that's played by uh, Tiffany Villalobos, who I call my twin flame because we seem to have an ESP thing between us. Uh, everybody seemed to kind of come onto this project, you know, because they were meant to be part of it. So I'm very proud and happy and incredibly grateful that we didn't have to go through like two years of casting with people. We mm-hmm. essentially found them right away and uh, they, they picked up on it and they learned it and they relate to it very easy, which I find kind of weird in some way because not everybody can relate to such traumatic events. Not everybody's gone through such traumatic stuff in their life. So. Hey, 
I mean, it sounds it sounds like it sounds like something, man. That's very very interesting, man. What I want to ask you, man, if before I let you go, if we haven't touched up on. If you got anything that you want the world out there to know about Drew Glick and um, you know, and everything you're doing that we haven't said nothing about, you know, I would like you to take time to tell them about that in the wheelhouse of anything that we haven't spoke on yet. Got you. Well, I think you know, um, I guess. When it comes to me, I kind of, you know, uh, and it, it may sound odd to people to hear me say this, but I'm somewhat of a private person. So I think, you know, what I want people to know is that, uh, you know, I just just to value and have gratitude and be appreciative of who's in your life. Um, and, you know, sadly, you got to make hard choices. And, you know, whoever is holding you back in your life, you got to get rid of them. You got to cut away the dead wood. I think too many people gripe and complain that they don't get to where they want to be because they're not willing to let go of the things that are holding them back. And they try to, you know, play the innocent, the innocent victim kind of card. You know, they try to vilify somebody else. I think everybody's got to take responsibility for their actions, learn from it, grow from it. I did. I had a lot of hard lessons to learn in my life. Uh, but I just want people to understand that I may come hard at people in, in my books and, you know, whenever I talk to people, but I do it for a reason because you know, we this new generation I feel is very soft and weak in some ways, and mm. you know, again, they don't want success, but they don't want to work for it. Um, you know, everybody can ask me how I do what I do, but you know, I, I had someone tell me one time that people only know how you do what you do unless unless they see you do it, because uh, it, mm. it seems so like it just seems so unbelievable that someone could devote 18 hours a day to writing, to editing, to filmmaking, to you know, all these other these things that so many people other so many other people want to aspire to, but they don't put the time into it. So like the old saying goes, you only get out of it what you put into it. And I think yeah. that's kind of what I want people to know about me, about my team, and about how we do what we do, you know? And yeah. definitely don't have what? an ego. Hollywood does not like egos. I'm sure you know that, Stu. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Hollywood only love humble people. Now, exactly. if, if anybody want to get up with you and they want to follow you or they want to see, and maybe some of your other books, you can tell them how to get some of your, of your other works stuff. Because I know you got some how to do products too, right? Like some things you're telling people on how to do things too, right? Oh yeah, yeah. Uh, well, basically, all my books are on Amazon. I, yeah, you can find them on a lot. Of, I don't even know where they're at now, but you can find them on primarily Amazon, uh, BarnesandNoble.com. Um, you know, but but as as you know, uh, and then essentially just, you know, our Instagram, I guess, is the best way. You know, that's official TFTW, uh, at official TFTW. We also have uh, a podcast uh, thing that we're starting as well. Uh, it's not for everybody because, you know, we don't censor ourselves. We're very uh, blunt, <laughs> put it to you that way. <laughs> blunt, very older. Um, but, I, you know, I don't censor my personality. I don't do it in the book. Why well, do it in a, in a podcast? Um, and Stu, by the way, I'd love to bring you on. I'd love to bring you on that as a guest as well, like you're doing for me right now. Man, so, uh, wherever you're ready, I'm coming on. <laughs> yep. But uh, you know, I, I just encourage everybody, you know, to look us up on Instagram. Uh, you know, if you want to read the books, uh, they're always, you know, they're they're on. Uh, like I said, Amazon, Barnes and Noble. I mean, feel free to DM me. I'm happy to give people autograph free signed copies of it. Uh, the new 2018 book, The Wheelhouse, will be out end of this year. So I know, like, we're going to put a link up uh, on our Instagram to, like, download a free ebook for that, an unproofed ebook, I should say. So, uh, 
people can get kind of heads up on where the story goes and what happens. And it kind of does, it is kind of a roadmap to success in some ways because I do tell people how I did what I did. And, you know, if they're willing to do what I did, they can get to where I am. You know what I mean? So yeah, uh, yeah. that's that's another how-to thing. But I'm also having, you know, some, some webinar stuff. I know a lot of people want to know, learn how to edit. So I'm doing a lot of webinars, um, all free stuff. You know, uh, there's no there's no cost. I, I don't believe in that. Uh, so if serious people that want to get into editing and get into Hollywood and, you know, kind of mix it up with the big dogs, um, I'm always there to help people, um, you know. But, again, you know, like I, I don't be fake. You know, come to me with legit concerns and, and, you know, you really want to learn, and I'm more than happy to, to work with you, you know. So that's just yep. how I am. Hey. That's what's up. Y'all, y'all need to take heed to that. Take heed to what he said. Don't be fake. Come there being real, cause especially when it's for free. Because that type of stuff costs a lot of money. You don't get that type of knowledge and education for free out here. Rarely. Exactly. So, exactly. So, yeah. So and, I, and, and again, yeah. you know, I mean, and, and not to interrupt you, but editing is all is all visual learning. And you just, you don't want to learn it the wrong way because then you create bad habits, you know? Mm-hmm. Well, man, I want to no. thank you for being on the show, man. We appreciate you, man, and um, you got a home here. And when you and when you do when you do the groundbreaking stuff, I would like you to come back so we can talk about that, you know, and all that. So we'll see how that goes. Definitely, yeah. And I, I mean, I'll, I'll be in touch with you over email, and I'll keep in touch. All right, man. Thank you. So once again, thanks. Yeah, yeah. Once again, that's it. Thank you. Once again, that's Mr. Drew Blick. The, the the book is Wheelhouse. We will have it on the website. We will have the links to the stuff. So we're going to get into that. And we're going to jump in a little Kim New song right now. But other than that, once again, y'all make sure y'all pay attention to everything he said. And um, I will have more information on him. So let's get into this music. Beef Stew Radio. DJ Big Stew. You know how we do it. Baby, when I see you smile 
about, it's about family and uh, stacking up this paper. That's what it's really about. But uh, all this old shit here, if I wasn't rapping, I'd still be doing this old shit here, you know. This ain't nothing but material. You know, knowledge is fine. Straight from the tippy top, ghetto nigga for top at the bending lot. Double bad boy, I ball like 250 yeah. Finna rain on these hoes with a drippy drop. Yeah, rap with the semi cop. Hit a lick at the bus on the rental cop. Little nigga for top at the bending lot. Finna rain on these hoes with a drippy drop. Nigga with the pot, nigga with the butter. Finna hop in that farmer and burn rubber. AMG put the kid on that motherfucker. I might drink a few dollars, but I don't love her. I don't got time for bitches. Go backstage and my show was a line of bitches. Black and Tino and white, it's all kind of bitches. Nigga, might catch a case, never mind them bitches. Never mind them hoes, never mind them haters They gon' smile in your face and say fuck you later Got my fork in my scale and my calculator You can't touch me like hammer, I'm touching paper yeah. I got the mansion on the acres, my shit on the mountain So fuck a neighbor, got my fork in my scale and my calculator You can't touch me like hammer, I'm touching paper Yeah Hop in that foreign and burn rubber AMG put the kid on that motherfucker How many chicken few dollars but I don't love Yeah Hop in that foreign and burn rubber And you deep with the kid on that motherfucker How many jerk if you got us for the down love Nigga, I don't love her, nigga, I don't need her I just care that pussy, I'm undefeated I'm the underground king, nigga, bun beater Used to rap with that rock dope in my two liter I still rap with that pop jumping out the speaker About to hop in that back move with Michael Keaton In the Jeep, just like Nino, my brother's keeper Beat the case, tell them crackers, I'm undefeated Yeah, feeling like Master P I always feel like somebody be watching me I just telling that doggy that poppy leaves Serve my first cooker on Carolina Street Put some bread on your head, I can buy the street I got killers that's going off the paddock yeah. Drop the top, let your whole sloppy top in yeah. She gon' drop off that dog and that pop me leave. I just mixed up a half a brick in the blender Hundred pounds of that second boy crack a window About to wrap up this shit where you wanna send the Fuck with killers, drug dealers, ain't no pretenders Bet they bury me and G, ain't no pretender Blowin' dough, they smoke about a tenny business Daughter never gotta worry about the wish And bet they bury me and G, ain't no pretenders Hop in that foreign and burn rubber A&G put the kid on that motherfucker How many chicken few dollars, but I don't love yeah, hop in that phone and burn rubber And you deep with the kid on that motherfucker How many chicken few dollars for the down low? Money's 
nine, I'm the transformer. They say and bring the track back. I'm like it never left. Just stole a half of 18, that's the Nina left. Mix it, drop it, whip it, cash, cook it like a chef. Chop it, bag it, sell it all, till ain't nothing left. Bob Gibson with them pigeons, so I'm great at pitching. Broke them down in the nines, I'm good at division. I got tunnel vision, nigga, all I see is chicken. That money, moolah, paper, pesos, all I see is zeros. You Superman, you saving hoes, nigga, you the hero. I'm head honcho gangster like Machino with the Nero. Now what you know about that brown paper bag, though? Call me Pillsbury, cause I make a lot of dough. Joe, I move it fast, move it slow mo. Just made a play with that nine, no roll mo. I get that work from A to B, call me the transporter. I turn that nine into a half, I'm the transformer. They say and bring the track back, I'm like it never left. Just stole a half of 18, that's the Nina left. Mix it, drop it, whip it, cash, cook it like a chef. Chop it, bag it, sell it all, till ain't nothing left. They say and bring the the track back, I'm like it never left. Just sold a half of 18, that's the Nina left. Mix it, drop it, whip it, jazz, cook it like a chef. Chop it, bag it, sell it all, till ain't nothing left. Till ain't nothing left. Till ain't nothing left. Till ain't nothing left. Chop it, bag it, sell it all, till ain't nothing left. Beef soup. This pot smells delicious and it's the base for our ultimate beef soup. Beef soup. 